0: I was one of the few foreigners, actually. <laughs> so growing up, I really felt like a foreigner. <laughs> You're so German.
1: People pay taxes here and that's a lot of taxes. A lot of taxes. yeah.
0: Reckless capitalist that is just interested in making a lot of money. Oh, that was yeah. crazy.
1: I did that like for a whole semester and I was dying.
0: I was like, it's a hipster girl. She's one of those Tumblr feminists.
1: Refugs are um, true. Be yeah. True. You're like living in two realities.
0: Going to public transportation or wherever you are and just stare into people's eyes.
1: Yeah, that's just how Germans are, I guess. <laughs> Dudeen here.
0: Du-deen. Yeah.
1: Du-deen. This is a Duding podcast, and I share my experiences with you. Along with, I invite my friends to share their experiences with you as well. So. And here's the parcel. So.
0: Yeah, and I was not paid for this episode. So I'm really genuinely interested in mm-hmm. sharing experiences.
1: Voluntarily. came. Okay. should
0: pay me 100000 No, that's not true. It is. No, I don't pay. <laughs> because you don't have money.
1: Exactly, because, because I'm a student.
0: Yeah, we're both poor people. And we decided, hey, why not share our yeah. experiences on mainly life
1: a lot because we're really wise and we've yeah. seen a lot.
0: Yeah, and, and partly living abroad mm-hmm. From because we are both foreigners. Would foreigners. you like to introduce yourself so they know what kind of foreigner you are <laughs> and where you're foreign?
1: <laughs> sure. Uh, my name is Aika. Um, that's not a full name but I'm comfortable with Aika. I'm from Kazakhstan, Central Asia. And yeah, yeah, I look Asian, um, but I also speak Kazakh and Russian. Um, so yeah, if you don't know anything about Kazakh people, then just look for people, Asian-looking people speaking Russian. That's the thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's the best description of Kazakhstan. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm generalizing here. We have a lot of nationalities living in Kazakhstan. Okay, and um Yes, and I'm doing my master's in Germany, in Darmstadt, in Hessen.
0: That's why you're foreign?
1: Yes, that's how I'm foreign. (laughs) Uh, And I've been living here for three years now. That's exactly three years. I moved Mm -hmm. here 1st of August 2018, back uh, before Corona times, beautiful times. And yeah, that's why i came here i don't know that (laughs) i wasn't dreaming of coming to germany my whole life that's you know that's the thing a lot of germans expect me to say that oh my god i'm in love with germany my whole life and i've been dreaming to come here but that was just a random choice um i did my bachelor in kazakhstan and i was working i worked for one year at a telecommunication company and then i I knew I wanted to do my studies abroad and I was looking for scholarships and I got the scholarship I came to Germany I started learning German still learning it
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah good luck learning it uh, so I'm, uh, I'm also going to quickly introduce myself or mm-hmm. maybe not that quickly I haven't decided yet <laughs> Take your uh, time. I'm a little different because I'm also a foreigner right um, I'm from Iran, I'm 23. And my name is Parsa, as a lot of you have probably guessed. They know that. Yeah. And the difference is I grew up here. Mm-hmm. So my parents moved here when I was uh, five, mm-hmm. four,
1: three. No, I'm just going through okay. all the
0: ages just to be just to be on the safe side. <laughs> I remember I was so small that I don't remember when we came here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I grew up here. I speak fluent German. And i you know I have experienced life here as mm-hmm. um, as an immigrant immigrant kid, but uh you know it was pretty chilled i don't know if people expected me to go on a horrible story, but it was you know it was pretty casual nothing nothing too big happening there uh yeah, I had a lot of German friends growing up, and I grew up in the south of Germany mm-hmm. in a tiny village. Mm-hmm. Uh, And uh, I was one of the few foreigners, actually. (laughs) So (laughs) growing up, I really felt like a foreigner. (laughs) Which
1: is kind of a common thing Uh, in villages.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. But uh, just like a lot of people asked me, well, they must be really racist towards you. No, that's not true. They were really nice people towards Mm -hmm. me. Um, So I didn't really experience any kind of racism from these people really nice people really down to earth and um, five years ago we moved with my family to a big city named frankfurt which is huge Mm -hmm. international colorful chaotic city with a lot of people close to one million cramped up and really frankfurt by the way is not that big it's a big city Mm -hmm. but just like not that huge
1: yeah is like, it actually one million people living in
0: frankfurt? no but close like 700 to 800
1: okay yeah because I would be surprised yeah
0: but there's like always people traveling to the city
1: yes true Yeah, a lot of people work in frankfurt and commuting from other cities yeah, yeah.
0: because we have to keep that in consideration when you're looking at the the numbers that live mm-hmm. in a city that's just registered people in a city
1: mm-hmm.
0: just you know doing their jobs yeah, and stuff yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah You have this in a lot of big cities Where the official number is like maybe 1 million But during the day time is like 5 million people <laughs> Traveling to the city just to work there
1: I'd say Berlin uh, might be one of them
0: Yeah mm-hmm. But Berlin is also big mm-hmm. Like you can't get lost in it. Mm. it Takes you hours and hours To drive through okay. The one point to another point uh, But no, Frankfurt is not like that and we both study in Darmstadt, which is a rather smaller city close to Frankfurt.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I'm not doing my master's uh, because I'm young, not as old as you are. Mm-hmm. 25. Then. You're a grandma. Yeah. No, I'm doing my bachelor's. And I'm doing uh, business administration. And mm-hmm. uh, I guess... What, what kind of prejudices do you have when you, when you hear someone is doing business administration? Um... Because I'm actually, I'm asking because I'm confronted with a lot more prejudices when I say I study business administration than when I'm telling I'm a foreigner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't have any prejudices towards people studying business administration because I think they're very diverse. Like, at least people that I've met who study mm-hmm. business administration can tell about IT people, for example. There are certain people that you look at them and they're like, yes, this is... Perfect for IT person. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's the prejudices people have towards certain jobs, I, I believe. You mm-hmm. say, you know, I'm, I'm doing computer science and they immediately think, okay, <laughs> yeah, you know, nerd, you know, with glasses, glasses that yeah. is fixed with a tape. <laughs> it's funny because in Germany, uh, people have these prejudices against hmm. the business administration.
1: What
0: is that? Oh, a lot. Like the first thing is because it's really the most popular Uh, study field in Germany Mm -hmm. for men and women a lot Mm -hmm. of people are doing it Mm -hmm. therefore it's you know the first prejudice is is like oh you just don't know what to do with your life you just don't know what to study so you choose business administration which is not true (laughs) because uh, when I didn't know what to study (laughs) I started doing computer science and then I noticed that shit is hard as but then I slowly, like, notice by more reflecting that the economy and stuff is actually something that I'm mm. more interested in, that I'm spending most time doing. Okay. That's why I, uh, I decided to switch to business administration. Of course, there's more prejudices. A lot of people think that I'm this reckless capitalist that is just interested in making a lot of money oh, and yeah. exploiting children and...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: East Asia, and that is not true at all. I'm I'm interested in making money. I'm I'm talk a lot of, about money, but uh, I mean yeah, I'm interested in money.
1: I think everyone is interested in money. There's just some people they they don't want to say it out loud, and it's okay to be interested in money. How what can you th- not
0: be interested <laughs> in money? You will die without <laughs> What's money. What's
1: wrong with it? Yeah, right. nothing wrong with it. Yeah, so. oh, I
0: can see people are gonna be like, no. <laughs> it's not true I'm, I'm, I am
1: will work for free
0: yeah I know and yeah I know there's some people but generally speaking you need some money to do yeah. stuff uh, yeah but I'm not interested in exploiting people
1: dude here
0: dude Of course, there's not a lot more good. prejudices that, you know, business people always doing parties and we're not studying, actually, and that our parents are rich. <laughs> no, my parents are not rich. I wish they were.
1: <laughs> no, I think that's the prejudices about um, people who study arts, that their parents are Gosh, rich. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: That's not the prejudice I have, or that at least a lot of people really? have. Really? Because, yeah. for
1: example, in U.S., if you want to study arts, you have to have a lot of money and you will not gain that money as fast as the computer scientist, for example.
0: Yeah, that's true. But yeah. the Americans have a different
1: uh, system. school system. Yeah.
0: But yeah. I think that would be interesting, maybe for non-German people to know
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, how, the, how the schooling system here in Germany works. Because it's different than in America.
1: So um, it is basically free to study in Germany because people pay taxes here. And that's a
0: lot of taxes.
1: A lot of taxes,
0: yeah. So, maybe I can use my uh, business administration knowledge to kind of explain how that stuff works. So, in America, it's very common that you see a lot of students having a shit ton of student loan debts. Yes. Right? Because the universities in America are really, really expensive, generally speaking. Uh, It's pretty common that you pay a couple of grants for each semester. And uh, yes, you get offered a lot more and stuff, but uh, it's pretty expensive. And most people don't have the money, so they get a loan from bank or whatever yeah. institution. And once they finish their studies, they're in debt for like 100K, 200K. That's pretty common in America. you are
1: paying for 10 years. Yeah, more. and
0: nothing against arts or anything, but just the job market for art, generally speaking, is not that big. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of people have the prejudice. Or oh, if you study art in America. Your parents must be rich
1: mm-hmm. um, I don't know that, 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 that's not a thing here
0: no because in Germany it's different schools <laughs> schools uh, from elementary kindergarten whatever uh, to close before the college is for free and as a business people I don't use the term free I use tax-funded because that's the correct term because it's not really free it's mm-hmm. tax-funded yeah right? huge True. difference Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's with the university because the government subsidizes a lot of the costs and usually the colleges here are state colleges, mm-hmm. just universities so a lot of their cost is covered by tax money and of course the taxation rates here in Germany are pretty high yeah. we're talking about you know tax rates of nearly 50% of your income for some people for that's crazy people. yeah but that's maybe a topic for another yeah for another weird. episode about the taxation system mm-hmm. here. Um, but yeah, the universities compared like per term you pay, I guess depending which city you live, somewhere between three hundred to maybe five hundred or six hundred, which is like compared to what they pay in the United. Like if if you pay if you want to pay a couple of grand per semester, you can go to a private university in Germany.
1: Yeah.
0: Which is that expensive but the state universities are compared to the united states for free right
1: and that's what actually cool about germany is that yeah you don't have to pay forty thousand dollars a year or a semester just to Mm -hmm. study yes it's it's good so as
0: a a student in germany you generally speaking don't have to worry about Mm -hmm. leaving the education system being in debt by hundreds and hundreds of thousands. Uh, no, and you can work, a lot of students just work to finance because the costs are low. Yeah. And it's also easy to find job yeah. here in Germany. As a student? I don't know how it is in Kazakhstan. Where are you coming from?
1: As a student, if you mean, no, it's not that easy um, because they don't offer like the accident jobs as here, for example. The accident job is. A job um, that you can do as a, as a student, uh, so it's basically part-time, part-time jobs. And um, yeah, in Kazakhstan, if you want to get a job as a student, then you have to work full-time and do your studies. So there is a state like part-time jobs, but it's very, very rare that they will hire you um, over person who can do full-time so see mm, okay. that's the problem yeah mm, yeah i i did a bit of uh waitering and uh, i was also a shop assistant but that was hard so i had my studies until 2 p.m and i would need to run to the shop that i was working in and uh, i would start at 2 there and until 10 p.m. So, and then go home and then again, go <laughs> <laughs> wake up early to go to the university. That was yeah. crazy. I did yeah. that like for a whole semester and I was dying. Yeah,
0: Yeah, but there's also that kind of jobs here. I, I used to work at the construction too, mm-hmm. uh, which, was, which was fun, but it's heavy work. Like yes. When I came home, everything was ready, mm-hmm. which was... It, has one, it had one benefit when I was working in construction. Mm-hmm. I had a good physique because I was lifting so much weight. Since I stopped working, uh, I became so fat <laughs> like immediately. And I was working out at that time as well. I'm paying to mm-hmm. my diet now. I just don't do that because I'm, uh, I'm working in tech support. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and a lot of sitting in a chair. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, uh,
0: and it just gets you in a lazy mood. Mm-hmm. Even the work does not physically uh, exhaust me. I just like, nah, <laughs> I'm not going to the gym.
1: I know, yeah. I and I'm fight. glad that this mm-hmm.
0: podcast is not being recorded because everybody could see how fat I am. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not that fat.
0: Don't trust her, she's lying. She's just saying that because I'm here.
1: met at one of the, not it wasn't a conference, it was a welcome event for new members of student um, community called ISIC. I'm sure that you know that because we have ISIC also in Kazakhstan. I was visiting a lot of events that was held by ISIC. And at that time I was in ISIC for, uh, I don't know, a year or? semester or something so and parcel was one of the new members that joined us and uh i was late came late yeah my first impressions of parcel was (laughs) that (laughs) he was conservative um traditional because uh he looks like that he looks like one of the um Middle East typical Middle East man <laughs> he was very traditional and yeah, shy. That was one of the impressions. Um yeah, maybe that was a bit stereotypical of me to think that way. But yeah. for my excuse, I would say that he had the same impressions. I mean yeah, not. But the same my
0: impression but was not that you're a <laughs> woman, but I looked at her <laughs> and and I was like, it's a hipster girl. She's one of those Tumblr feminists. And uh, she had these white pants. But that for some reason are not long enough to cover your ankles. <laughs> but I can still see her socks. Which were, I think, grey. Just grey socks.
1: Wow, you remember the colour yeah, of the socks? I do. Oh my
0: gosh. And just stuck Martin shoes and these weird half hats that just cover your That's scalp beret. Yeah, yeah, yeah these these weird beanies you're gonna notice when you see them <laughs> and I was just looking at her and I was like uh-uh, I'm not gonna I'm not <laughs> gonna talk to her and I had a lot of prejudices which it turned out to be true <laughs>
1: <laughs> true and about my style because I love dressing up and expressing yeah, myself through clothes and
0: stuff and, and, and it took us a while to like have yeah. a conversation with each other. And when I saw you, I thought you were Japanese.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: was like, she's probably from Japan. And she also always introduced herself uh, as, as Aika.
1: <laughs> Which is like a typical name for a Japanese woman. Yeah.
0: But then at some mm-hmm. point I noticed you were talking Russian to people. And I, was like, I noticed that. And I was like, dang. What is, is going on Russian here? spy.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what is going on here? And then uh, I remember like in Isaac there's this culture
1: mm-hmm. that
0: like we have these weekly team meetings and before we do we start the team meeting we do like a group dance right <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, where we just play some music and then yes. there's these you know how do you say this dance performance <laughs> stuff done by other groups of Isaac, and we're just doing it just to you we know we
1: recreate it redo it yeah
0: yeah it's like this a uh, video game that was popular that dance dance oh, go stuff yeah. right yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of like that and she was next to me and usually the music they choose is like these trashy pop music mm-hmm. which i really dislike and she was next to me i was like i really dislike this music she was like oh my god me too and, <laughs> and the I moment ask. she's when i asked her just to see if my prejudices are correct <laughs> i was like so so what kind of music are you into and i was i was guessing that she just says indie music what was her answer yeah i'm into indie music and i mm-hmm. was like oh damn i don't like <laughs> 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 my prejudices. yeah maybe
1: some prejudices are um true can be yeah. true also like stereotypes and I think it helps for people to just function. Yeah. If we didn't have stereotypes or uh, prejudices, then that would be chaotic.
0: Yeah. Yeah, prejudices, like, just looking at the evolutionary standpoint, why people have prejudices, it's, it's a survival instinct. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. The problem with prejudices in our modern-day society is that they can lead to, you know, stuff that I look at you... I assume something and then i might take negative action like insulting you discriminating you kill you whatever Mm -hmm. right this is why our society is so focused on defeating that stuff but i don't really think you can defeat it no it's it's like an evolutionary thing thing, that you can defeat right no it's like looking at a lion and be like oh don't be prejudiced Mm -hmm. it might just be a kitty cat no, it's not. It's probably going to kill you. You have exactly. to be prejudiced. You have to take another way.
1: Yeah. Right. That's how our brain also functions. When you feel like you don't like something or you are scared of something, you just don't want to do it and you get anxious. And that's like a normal mm, side effect to it. So the same goes to stereotypes or prejudices. Yeah. But as long as you're not using it for a negative purpose. That's true. Yeah. Hello Cherry Pies, just wanted to check in quickly and tell you to subscribe to the podcast channel if you didn't do so yet, in order to be in touch with the upcoming episodes. And if you felt relatable or if you felt good in general throughout the episode, then please do share it with your friends, family, acquaintances, because sharing is caring. And please do leave five-star review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this ad. Because that would make it easier to be found. Subscribe to the Instagram profile of this podcast. Um, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you.
0: But when I <laughs> send you the video snippet from the Netflix show,
1: <laughs> yeah. Dracula. Yeah. Dracula. You, you sound
0: like Dracula. <laughs> speaking German. I
1: agree I actually agree
0: in that <laughs> yeah yeah for people who don't know just go on Netflix switch mm-hmm. for Dracula and watch the new the new movie not the old movie the new it's a, it's a TV show actually a series oh okay three part series I think watch the original version and then I think in the second episode or something you can see the, the actor the Dracula actor just speaking German you sound exactly like him. <laughs> but you don't say like Romanian or something because Dracula is from Romania
1: Oh, I see. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I can do a Borat accent. You can? Yes, I do. No, you that see, was bad. She, she
0: doesn't sound like <laughs> Russian. <bad>. Even, <laughs> she can't bad. even...
1: <laughs> okay, I don't have... I, I can't do a Russian accent. No, you can No, that's too bad. Sometimes uh, I wish I had Russian accent, especially when I have to speak German. So people would know that I'm a foreigner. Because um, I don't have that much accent when I speak German, people think that I grew up here. And then when I ha- when I start to have some troubles with the language, they're like, "What's wrong with you?"
0: Okay, I have to be racist now. You're <laughs> obviously not. Ju-
1: yes, but there are some people who moved here when they were like a kid.
0: Yeah, like me. Yeah, but I'm still not yeah. German.
1: But still, you are fluent in German. Oh yeah. So. But that's I'm what looking, I mean.
0: Like. Okay, if people don't look at me, they're not going to really be able to tell that I'm not a German. Mm-hmm. But they're going to know once they look at me.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's like uh, first impressions, right? Yeah. They look at you and they think that, I mean, probably not German, but speaking to you, they would get the picture that you grew up here. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I never felt German. Mm. well that's kind of the struggle you have as an immigrant kid because you don't feel like the country you're growing up with but if you like turn back to your family they're like you're so German <laughs> and then they, they really confuse you I think as an immigrant kid and this is an issue I, I can see in a lot of my immigrant friends
1: mm-hmm.
0: for a, a long time, they're gonna have some sort of identity, cultural identity issues. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never seen an immigrant kid that does not have an issue with that. But at some point, it's even going to be harder if, if you're mixed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not mixed, mm-hmm. so I just have like these two cultures to choose between. Mm-hmm. But if you're mixed, it's going to be even more complicated. And mm-hmm. the more mixed you are, the more complicated <laughs> it's going to be for you. But at some point, uh, at least from my friends mm-hmm. They're gonna choose one Cultural circle mm-hmm. And it's like That's it
1: I know I can imagine Feeling that Already as a person Who moved to Germany And who lived here for some time um, I'm also having troubles uh, Identity crisis Or whatever you call it For example Because I feel like The culture Is mm Like, having some impact on my um, identity, um, on my personality as well. Like, some things I picked up here. And when I go to, when I visit my family and friends in Kazakhstan, I would do it in a certain way that I didn't do before. So that was kind of, I don't know, kind of a new discovery for me and at some point you feel like you live here but you also have friends here and um, the other half of you is kind of living in your home country and that's how I felt for a long time and I think I am kind of feeling that way Um, you're like living in two realities some part is here and some of it in Kazakhstan because I still have friends there and also family Um, yeah it's like you can't be 100% at one place so
0: yeah true one thing I also noticed among immigrant kids or minorities they tend to be more nationalistic Mm -hmm. I think I don't know why that is but there's something about minorities and, I, and you notice it in every minority, not just ethnic minorities. Mm-hmm. But the more you're in a minority, the more you feel like you have to go in a really extreme way to, to, to I don't know, show something.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it depends whether you were um, feeling like you're, you're in one phase with your culture, if you liked it if you feel like it um, identifies you, then I think you wouldn't be against it. Um, you would try to preserve it, like even if you move to another country. Um, and at, some, like, at the beginning, if you never felt that way, if you never felt you belong to that place, then when you move, you would just forget the culture you used to live with. here
0: yeah. Dude. the only maybe stereotype I can agree on is that Germans tend to be socially a little shy
1: yes yeah
0: right but, yes, That's true but they're not anti-social
1: mm-hmm.
0: they're just shy they, they have Germans have a lot of mental prisons when it comes to social interaction so they they have a really tough time interacting socially mm-hmm. with each other mm-hmm. and you're gonna notice it once you're taking the train here in Germany right you, you're coming into a train and German trains have these four seats there's like four
1: facing each other facing mm-hmm. each
0: other right mm-hmm. there's like two seats yeah and then another two seats facing each other and everybody's sitting at one place you never yes. see someone sitting next to you and yes. just chatting you up yeah and everybody's sitting at a window
1: like I do all the time
0: because yeah, like, that would talk be weird
1: me. because yeah, the, the first thing I've noticed about Germans that they stare they stare at you and I don't like it because I get uncomfortable when someone's just staring at me without any reason and that's what I get very often in the public transportation here so that's what I didn't know when I came here and I was like why they're staring at me and yeah, that's just how Germans are, I guess <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i I kind of lost that uncomfortableness when I was younger,-, mm-hmm. and I was looking at because I grew up being really shy and um i was I was reading this book, mm-hmm on it had nothing to do with being more confident. It was a book on social engineering but the big part on it was like how to build up just criminal like confidence. And what I liked about this book, it had these exercises. It was like just like go out and stare people in the eyes. Right? It's it's a weird practice but once you're doing this you're gonna notice that most people they they don't have that much self esteem. Maybe
1: that's what every German does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. But I, when I was younger, like 17, 18, at uh-huh. some point it, it helped me a lot and I yeah. got really comfortable just staring people down. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, yeah, it's a I weird thing. But if, if you're shy, if you're listening to this, if you're shy, one of the <laughs> practical trainings I can give to you, right, is go out, go into public transportation or wherever you are and just stare into people's eyes. You're going to be amazed on how shy the average person is. Like, the yeah. even big buff guys, they just look away. Mm-hmm. Right? There is something about, that, about <laughs> staring. And right. into, yeah. yeah, just don't look, stare, you know. Don't look. That would be creepy. Yeah, just yeah. really stare without blinking.
1: <laughs> no, <But> that's creepy. <laughs>
0: it is creepy. And you have to be careful because at some point mm-hmm. it was it became a natural part of my overall communication. And I didn't notice that. That I was just not only comfortable staring at people's eyes, but that I was unconsciously doing it. I was just, every time I had a conversation with someone, I was just staring into their eyes without blinking. And it makes them feel uncomfortable. Which can lead to bad first impressions.
1: Yes, I agree. When I have to think about something, I just look away and that gives me more of my space. When I'm looking into someone's eyes, I just forget everything what I needed to say. <laughs> That's distracting for me. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. A lot of people um, from all over the world, like China, South Korea, and they're very competitive they're like they study 16 hours a day they don't do anything except studying
0: yeah that that's like a prejudice that has some sort of objective data Mm. to back it up so it's not a prejudice anymore it's like cold frack. but if you look at uh, a non-asian country just outside of the asia where the asians are a minority, so called. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look and if you compare them to other ethnicities, if you compare them to whites, to blacks, to Hispanics, mm-hmm. you're gonna notice that the Asians are, uh, you know, studying the most, yes, and by huge numbers, yeah, the most, and that also reflects generally in their living standards among the mm-hmm. minorities because the Asians are uh, having above, uh, generally speaking, of course, you know, yeah. The above average living standards uh, here because they can go into better jobs because they study more, and uh, I'm 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 fulfilling a lot of you know stereotypes towards Middle Eastern men because I'm lazy. lazy I barely study, <laughs> <laughs> but somehow I managed to pass the test with good grades.
1: Mm-hmm. That's great. I,
0: I could be a you know straight A student if I just study more. But I have noticed I get good grades with just like studying two hours before the exam.
1: (laughs) That was the problem. I did study a lot. Mm -hmm. I would put more than I would get. Study also like 16 hours a day and I would be totally exhausted. And at the end, I wouldn't get straight A's. And I didn't see the problem with the structure. So it's not about putting effort so much effort but being efficient you know and my tactic was I would just study and um, the universe will notice that I'm putting so much effort and they would give me (laughs) straight A's that was like my tactic but I didn't think of better tactic like to be more efficient that I have to put 20% in order to get 80% you know just balance things up it,
0: like I don't know if it's something I you know took over since I study business mm-hmm. or if it's just something that was inside of me which made me attracted to business but mm-hmm. I'm more focused on being efficient not effective because being effective means doing the right things and efficient means doing the things right mm-hmm. and I don't think you need to study eight hours you have to have a good study strategy and yeah, study exactly. methods Mm-hmm. and you can get the same results exactly done yeah.
1: that's what i wish i knew earlier
0: yeah yeah and but this is an issue because school does the teachers so many things but they don't teach us how to learn mm-hmm. and this is something that needs to be thought how to learn and this is not something that we can just you know be like i oh, just do this yeah. There is hundreds and thousands of different methods on how to study. Mm-hmm. And you have to find the one that works out for you.
1: Exactly. You have to find the thing that fits you. A lot of questions on that. How do I know if it fits me or not? How do I know if I have energy or I'm just feeling lazy?
0: million dollar question. <laughs> the answer to it.
1: How do I find this
0: life purpose? You have to do stuff. Yes. but most people don't like to hear that answer <laughs> I think people I don't know if I'm feeling this but I feel like most people don't like to hear these simple answers mm-hmm. they're expecting some deep philosophical like you Make have a to secret. find the tree of wisdom yeah. in the deep blue mountains of Himalaya and then you have to mm. drink its blood you have to try mm-hmm. it out
1: mm-hmm. in
0: order to see if it's yours I or guess not. I
1: like it's too abstract for some people. They're like, no. It's like I what? That's worry. it. I think
0: most people have this very complicated answer in their head, mm-hmm. and it just ruins their perception of world. If you're like, no, that's not true. It's actually way easier. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think we overcomplicated life so somehow, somewhere, a lot of times. <laughs> Yeah. Every time you're having these thoughts of, like, fear when it comes to changing stuff, remember mm. one thing. You're going to die one day. You're going to die. It doesn't matter. <laughs> really. So you're going to die one day. So try to enjoy things. Right?
1: That has it, to be on the billboard. You're going to die one day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell this my kids when they're waking me up. It's like, it doesn't matter. You're going to die one day.
1: <laughs> you know, that's also bad. Because if you keep saying that, then most probably yeah, the but person don't, will not don't do anything.
0: don't. I don't mean it in a nihilistic <laughs> way where people are like, oh, there's no meaning to it. Mm-hmm. But be aware that you're going to die one day. And you have to really enjoy this time here.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't matter what other people think.
0: I mean... Don't go full stupid, but you have to have something cool. Like if I imagine my my grandparents, they both run away. Mm. They had this kind of a Hollywood romance, mm. where my grandpa he just showed up one day with his bike, with his motorcycle. To mm-hmm. so my grandma was like, hop on, we're moving on. She was like, okay. <laughs> and they were both like, I think my grandma was seventeen. Wow. And my grandpa was like twenty something. That's and then my romantic. grandma got pregnant at 18 right? <laughs> so my grandma is pretty young yeah. wow yeah
1: it's beautiful
0: yeah but that's the cool story I mean
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I think life with also its technological development kind of creates that boring thing Yeah. and I think young people want to experience adventure they don't want to be like they rather tell a story like this than a tinder story So, thanks for listening to the DUDEEN podcast. And I hope thanks, you have a wonderful... Thanks, Parsa
1: for coming.
0: Yeah, well, I know. That was a huge part. People are just <laughs> going to ask for me from now on. They don't want you.
1: Of course, leave in the comments below. Asking for Parsa to come again.
0: Yeah. And have a nice day. And make sure to follow the podcast. And mm-hmm. so do not miss out on future episodes.
1: Yes, subscribe oh i've been waiting for long to say that subscribe to my podcast <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yeah subscribe follow share and comment let, let us know what you think
1: yes and
0: this is where you put the outro music <laughs>